Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the On the Fence podcast. This is episode two, and it's dedicated to someone very special, Dustin Seth's father, for his birthday. So, uh, happy birthday. We're wishing you a good one. Hope you like this episode. We know you're listening. I'm Meredith, and these are my co-hosts. I'm Hannah. I'm Dustin. And I'm Jacob. Right, so let's just jump into this episode two. Today, we're talking about some themes and character developments from Fences. Uh, who wants to start this one off? Uh, I think I could definitely start this one off with a very broad, broad answer. So, so like some themes that I've recognized, like they're, they're still developing in this story. Of course, the story's not over yet. And right, for the viewer, for the like tough love and we're only on page um, 70 of the script, just FYI. Okay, sorry, you can keep going now. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't played yet. Some possible themes that I've, that I've really discovered, some really prevalent ones anyway, are tough love and the effects trauma has on your like character development, just who you are, and the fear of change, which is a very prevalent one in like today's society even. Some of the other ones. And uh, Hannah, would you like to take this one? Uh, sure. Tough love in our story. You'll see it a lot between, like, the father and his son and how he doesn't really like his son from what we're given as the reader. Because we think of parents as someone who's supposed to love you. But the father straight up tells his son that he doesn't love him. And he's just there, and so he has to take <clears throat> care of him. But we know that's probably not the underlying case. Right. So, I mean, we hear Troy say that he doesn't really have to like his son. But if we, you know, Troy talks about his childhood with his father, who really gave him nothing except made him work. And he doesn't really, you know, he, he took that from his childhood and he... He didn't want to be that, and so he does put his wife and his child first, but in the process, he does end up being like his father in some way for not really giving his children the care that they need, which was just something we noticed. I also feel like... Yeah, and that also has to do with the thing we noticed in them just becoming their parents. And him not changing for his kid and wife there's also like a fear of change because he's mm-hmm. reflecting off of the trauma of his childhood and the way his father treated him and he's he he doesn't change from the same way yeah he's the fear of changing for the but good not just bad change good change too yeah and he doesn't mm-hmm. like the idea of his own son changing and being different from how he grew up and he kind of wants his son to turn into him kind of like he thought he didn't turn into his father but then he also says he doesn't want his son to turn into him. Right. Um, There's definitely daddy issues there. Definitely some daddy di- issues. We'll be on the different side of that. Uh, the thing is, he doesn't want his son to turn out like him. Because, um, you know, Troy was going to do baseball, and then his son wants to, you know, be a you know, major in football and you know, do that. And, you know, Troy kind of, you know, slaps that yeah, down. Yeah, he straight up says it. Do not go into sports. Get yourself a reliable job. Don't mm-hmm. be like me. 
Because it didn't work out for me. But in that way. It's not going to work out for you. That's exactly like him. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what the dad did. So, Troy's being a little and you see hypocritical. That, and you see that with this other son, too, where so, he wants him to also do exactly what he did. Not be a musician. Yeah, Troy's a little confused on what he wants. So... To push this, to push this uh, possible themes into character development, how does how does that affect both Troy's character development and his son's? Well, you know the the fear of change, you know, good and bad change is definitely I would say one of the major themes here. And Troy is like unwilling to change in a lot of ways. And the effects, like, his, like, obviously it makes his son, like, not want to be like him. It kind of has the opposite effect, I would say. But, um, does that make sense? <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes okay. sense. But here we are yeah, in the story so far. Um, and we can see Troy is sort of at a standstill with his life. Not a lot has changed, except for at the end of the latest, um, scene that we read, he has become a driver at his job so there has been a little bit of change we can start to see that theme taking place like and you can you can feel the tension that's just rising before the big grand thunderclap because it's just all it's all building and no one's changing but you know that with these events there's going to be change because it's impossible in human nature to not have change with such things like mm-hmm. well I don't think I don't think it's impossible in human nature to not have change with that but it's very very unlikely and it's like it's like an unforetold mm-hmm. truth it'll just you just know it'll happen one way or the other you'd have to really be ignoring your surroundings to not soak it in though which would be surprising but yeah, the situation these guys are in, it's, it's probably very difficult to avoid their surroundings. Yeah. On the topic of character development, um, our main character, uh, we're seeing it through the eyes of Troy. And, you know, he's kind of stuck in his ways right now. Uh, but, you know, since he's so stubborn, stuck in his ways and not changing much, I uh, I believe that's going to foreshadow a change towards the end. Um, since this is a storylining, so <laughs> something's got to happen. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Um, and you can see with the son wanting to do things, but the father not wanting to do things, it's like a rock. And then something that just keeps on trying to push the rock, but the rock does not want to move. And that's not going to be good most likely i think troy's inability to like change sort of comes from his traumas so like obviously like his trauma with the mlb and the way he was raised like has definitely affected him to just like i don't know he yeah he lost all hope in the world i think we said this last episode but you know so hopefully he gets character development in that department Mm -hmm. (laughs) changes in that way i just wanted to make that statement what were you yeah, um, this is this is uh, a bit un- it's not unrelated, but I don't know. But the point that this is a play, 
like this whole thing is a play and it's a it's a story. Usually stories aren't just like, oh well this happened and then that was it. Nothing changed. That's not how it's not really how a good play works. And being that this was one of the I don't know if it was one of the best plays at the time, but it was definitely highly rated. So we're gonna, we're gonna definitely change though. Because you're supposed to learn a moral when you read a story. Mm-hmm. Yes, but a story's not gonna be it's not just gonna be like flat and bland the whole time. There's gonna be something changing or the gears turning somewhere. Because that's how a story really works. My impression yeah, of them is that like I don't like him a ton and but like I know where he's coming from. But I also look at him and think you are an adult now and you do have to learn how to care for your child. You can't just not do it because your father didn't do it. Yeah. And you don't. You also got You have to learn how to do that as an adult. You also got to think. Go ahead, Meredith. Okay. I was just going to say, I agree. Like, I definitely aren't my impression so far is that, like, he definitely has, like, the capability to grow from where he's at. And I'm just looking forward to see him get past that um, block that he's at so far in the story. Yeah, and you kind of even see that with his, like, his wife. Because we don't see them actually talking things out ever, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Kind of keeps, like, so. a wall up, or rather a fence up between him and his other people. <laughs> I, I guess you gotta think about what time period this is too, because um, you know anything before the seventies, uh, you know men were you know kind of dominant, women submissive. They didn't really talk about their feelings. You know that's, that's a stereotype though. But um. we don't like stereotypes. <laughs> This is yeah, the 21st uh, century, Jake. Yeah, and Troy's, like, the way he is is definitely having an impact on Rose that I think we haven't really gotten into yet. Yeah. But that's something we'll have to see later, I guess. But uh, earlier, he fell asleep on the biscuits, we're starting to see it. Yeah. Because oh. that's definitely an impact from mm-hmm. something. Dustin? No, okay, um, I kind of forgot what I was going to say, because I kept trying, <laughs> whatever, so, um, I was going to say what Jake was going to say, because you got to think about the time period, because it's not like they could Google how to be a better father, it's, what you learn is what you know, so all he's doing is what he knows, like, he doesn't know anything else, there's, there wasn't anybody else to show him what to do, because mm-hmm. he just, he just learned from his father, which awesome. wasn't really a good example at all, but he just learned from him, and that's what he knows to do, he didn't, he didn't see any other, like, father-son relationship. So the only thing he knows is what his father showed him. Mm-hmm. Also with the mother, the Rose character, the importance of when it says that she was making biscuits specifically in the time period is that my grandma talks about this. But mothers often made bread when they were mad because it took a lot of time. And like when they were mad at their husbands, because it took so much time and they could take a beating out on the dough. Oh, that's a that's a good um, observation. 
She it's told me that good. when we were at Thanksgiving and we were making rolls. <laughs> so if you were wondering, <laughs> um, <laughs> she's probably not very happy with him from the start, just knowing that she's making rolls and bread. Mm-hmm. There's the significance in that time period is how long that took. Right. And I think, like, we could take that and see, like, she didn't even finish making the biscuits. So it's kind of like we can see her sort of just, like, losing strength on having to deal with, you know, having to fight Troy with everything and taking care of his son. Yeah, and you can tell she loves her mm-hmm. son. Even if he doesn't love his son, he obviously loves I think his son. we... And cares for his other mm-hmm. son. We definitely got to, um... Like, there's probably some foreshadowing there that we should pay attention to. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we talked about everything we had on our list. Yeah, I think so, good. any final comments? Thanks for coming to On the Fence. Yes. Thank you for listening. Uh, I, I got one more. Oh. I would just like to say, uh, Hannah. Uh, thanks, thanks for spoiling the book. Good play, whatever. I didn't spoil it. Hannah, you didn't watch the actual book trailer we were assigned to watch. It was, the book it for was blocked. What did you want me to do? <laughs> you watch it on your phone. Mm, I don't know. Nah, I don't we might have that. to... You might not see Hannah in the next episode. Oh. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that relates to the book. How, Meredith? How did that I'm relate? Just saying. Did it tell it's me? just our podcast. Okay. So, see, see you guys later. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Signing off. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye, guys.